0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Have you noticed an increase in house parties in Limerick? Uh, We've heard numerous reports of uh, groups of people congregating in houses during the pandemic, some even with DJs. Although the restrictions may now allow for 50 people indoors, that's only where social distancing can be maintained. And from videos doing the rounds on social media, that isn't happening. Well, I'm joined on the line now by Sky Murphy, who's living in College Court in Castle Troy, and Luke Hanley, who's living in Parkview Student Accommodation. And you're both welcome. Thanks very much uh, for chatting to us this morning. Uh, Now, Sky, um, College Court is known for its parties, particularly when students are in college. Uh, What's it been like living in the area during the pandemic? Did things quieten down for a while? And what's happening now?
1: Good morning, Joe. Um, Yeah, the house parties at the start of lockdown, the estate was lovely and quiet for about three weeks. And then suddenly all the students that had gone home at the start of lockdown just started kind of trickling back. And the house parties started starting up. And I'm actually so happy at the moment because the music stopped about two hours ago.
0: Also, there was one happening literally up to a couple of hours ago there.
1: Um, almost every night so far, there's been at least one or two houses, even on the street that I'm on, that have music blaring all night. It's become like a steady home that you kind of just ignore. Um, but pretty much the house parties have not stopped and the amount of people that have actually been coming for them, you can just see them walking in the front of the estate or even worse through UL to come to the houses. Um... Even, I think it was about two weeks ago, there was a house across the street from me that the guy had said to be called for three different times in the same night because not only was there the house party that had spilled out onto the street, but they started loads of street fights because people were obviously drinking and rambunctious. Um, and it's, it's worrying because if it does keep going like that, there's just going to be no end to it.
0: Is it your sense then that, well, since Monday, obviously, um, as I mentioned, uh, groups of up to 50 are allowed to meet indoors, but social distancing must be maintained. Do you think that there is a cap of 50 on the House parties? And um, is it your view that social distancing is being maintained uh, while uh, the less than 50 are in
2: the
1: House? Honestly... Even if there was half that amount, if there was 25, you still wouldn't be able to maintain the social distancing rules. Like the houses in college court here, there may be five or six bedrooms. And I think at most, even the house would be fairly brimming at 20 people. So even if it is capped at 50, you wouldn't be able to maintain the social distancing. But even then, all the parties that have been happening, there's been a lot more than 50 people at them. Um, But people just don't seem to care.
0: And people like you in the surrounding homes, you know, mm-hmm. are you consistently calling the guardie, or have you just given up?
1: Um, at the start of it, for the first few weeks, I was consistently calling them. But I think after the third call in the same week, they, they just kept on asking, oh yeah, um, they'd call you back after about 20 minutes and say, oh, has the party stopped, or has the fight stopped? And it's like, yeah, the fight stopped, but the party's going, and they just go, ah, sure, okay. But the amount of times you call and they actually come out is extremely rare. Um, so it, in the end, we just stopped calling because no one was coming out to actually help.
0: And when they do turn up, are the guardia mm-hmm. effective when it comes to breaking up the house party?
1: They're effective at breaking it up. But the fact is that the people go from one house and just land in another house and the party starts up again. And at that stage, the guards are like, well, we've done our job. We've already come out. It doesn't matter. And they just don't come out the next time
0: sorry, roaming house parties in college court?
1: Pretty much. As soon as one house gets disbanded, someone just goes, mine's free, and they just end up going to that house instead. It might be four or five houses down the street, it might be the street over, but it just, it's migrates. <laughs>
0: I wonder, does that need a new name or is it traditional that house parties would go on tour around an estate?
1: Well, for as long as I've been in college court, I've been here about two years now. That's kind of normal. <laughs> um... At some stage when one house party might be dying down or some of the people have gone into town or gone to sleep or gone to bed, the house party will just move to the next house that kind of offers itself as a free space.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're chatting to Sky Murphy, who's living in College Court in Castle Troy, and uh, we'll chat to Luke Hanley, who's living in Park View student accommodation uh, in just a second. But I, I suppose it is worth saying, Sky, to be fair to you, that you know this isn't necessarily... Father Ted, down with this sort of thing. You no. know, I mean, I'm sure you enjoy a party as much as anyone else, but it's the circumstances, the pandemic, and the health guidance that's worrying you.
1: That's exactly it. Don't mind the parties. Don't mind noise at all. It's just the fact that they've been told that there's a specific limit. But if they're smart about it and they think they're going to be okay, that's their business.
0: Um a listener is asking I've heard of students renting out houses for a week or for the whole summer in order to have these house parties. Uh, would you ask uh, those students you have on if they think that's happening here in Limerick? asks Rachel.
1: Um I haven't heard of it but I can completely believe it. There's a few houses up the street from me that students were living in during term time and they've obviously paid their deposits and their summer rents and everything and had to go home. And some of the landlords have actually come up to me because they know I've been here uh, for a while. And they're saying, oh, do you know who's in the house at the moment? Because the students that have paid have just given their keys to other people. So the idea of renting it out for a week or two weeks of the summer to their friends or to people they know doesn't sound completely foreign. Mm.
0: Uh, Luke Hanley, what's the story uh, uh, to View student accommodation?
2: Uh, morning, yeah. Um, well, when quarantine started... Um there, it was actually very quiet because the majority of students moved home and um, kept all their, uh, they moved home and uh, didn't have college and all that. So it was very quiet. But then after the college year ended and loads of students moved out, uh, first summer, it, it seemed like a load of younger people moved in, like almost too young to actually rent out their own accommodation. They all seemed about 18 and 19 years old. And that's kind of when they started having house parties. And uh, they were having house parties mostly on the weekends and sometimes during the midweek where the guards would be called every now and again just because neighbours were disturbed by either noise or I've heard of them having strobe lights and that sort of thing.
0: Strobe lights?
2: Yeah, strobe lights that can be seen for like, it's disturbed a few neighbours because they can see, like they can obviously see the lights. And uh, just having that sort of stuff in the apartments and out of the balconies, that sort of thing.
0: Who would think of bringing strobe lights?
2: Mm, Yeah, it's it's a bit wild. And um, there was one night in particular, which was about, I'd say, three weeks ago, that um, the guards were called and uh, the management who owned the actual apartment complex uh, had to send out a letter to each apartment saying that, uh, the guards have been given access to the gate and if they need to be called again they'll be given access to whichever apartment is causing the uh, disturbance. So it's just uh, having been given that warning that was like a big wake up call like oh, they're actually like there are a lot of complaints about this and they're actually they're actually getting quite a bit out of hand.
0: Luke, when exactly did the house party start up again?
2: Um, it was it was quiet enough until about uh, just the end of June, or no, the end of May or early June. So, so about a month ago, that um, they started having right. House so together. so
0: well before the current easing of restrictions, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was when even fewer people were um, a- allowed um, in a house together.
2: Yeah, it was. Bef- it was well before any like current restrictions were in place. There was um, it, there was house parties happening when there was like only meant to be. Uh, people of the same household or people of maybe a group of six together. And there was people lining up at the gate outside, you know, with boxes and boxes of, uh, of drink and all that, just waiting to get up to one of the apartments and they'd get going for the night, that sort of thing.
0: Luke, um, ultimately, did the management of Parkview student accommodation threaten everyone with eviction if it didn't stop?
2: Uh, we got the letter. We got said that um, they had marked certain apartments, uh, and if there was if there was to be another complaint against those apartments specifically, then there would be evictions happening. But it was it wasn't made against all the apartments, but um, just the mention of the word evictions kind of got everyone got everyone's attention, like just so that people would be on their guard. And in fairness, the House parties haven't been as bad, but they're still they're still going on since then. So people haven't stopped.
0: And when you hear reports from the chief medical officer, for example, that a, a lot of the cases we're seeing in Ireland now involve younger people, you know, that 15 to 34 age group or thereabouts, what do you think, Luke?
2: Um, it's not really that surprising because it, a lot of the older people will be cocooning and uh keeping their distance from uh everyone really, but um the younger people who've been inside for almost three or four months now will be just they they seem to be getting restless and wanting to get things back to normal faster than they probably should, so they just kind of ignore the rules a bit more, a bit more kind of take it a bit more leniently so um it's not that surprising, I'd suggest.
0: Mm. Sky, um these reports from the states that at some house parties uh, they have a pot and everyone puts a few dollars in and the first person uh, who tests positive for COVID-19 at the party gets the pot.
1: That is, that's definitely something. <laughs> I haven't heard of that myself, but it's not a foreign concept to the idea. What do you mean? Um, it's something I can imagine students do. It's definitely not a smart idea, but it's it's something. It's a way of crowdfunding, I guess.
0: And it seems obvious that a lot of young people have factored this in and decided, you know, I'm either not going to get this, or if I do, it's going to be mild. And if I pass it on, well, I pass it on. It won't be me dying.
1: Yeah, it's very much the idea. It's almost that um, the age group in that generation is almost selfish. Uh, They're kind of looking at it going, ah, well, sure, I'll be okay. They're not really thinking of the bigger picture. They've never really had to because of the age group. It's all very much, "Oh, we'll be okay. They're not thinking of those around them.
0: But don't all young people, and wasn't it always the case, think they're invincible?
1: That's true. That's true. Um, As soon as we tend to hit teenage years or young adult years, everyone just kind of thinks they're invincible and they can do whatever they want. We don't really think of consequences. Um... It's, it's not ideal in this current climate, but um, it's definitely something that we need to take into account.
0: L- Luke, do you think there's anything that can be done at this stage to stop these house parties, or is it just a reality that a significant minority of young people will continue to have them in Limerick and around the country?
2: Um, I don't really think there's anything you can do to preemptively stop these parties, because if you just if you block them from going to one place, they're going to go to another. As Sky said, they're just going to move from one house to another. But, um, if maybe they had like a dedicated, like, I don't know, group of Garrity or something to actually call to houses once they get a complaint, just to, even if it's a small complaint of, Oh, I heard loud music or I heard this or saw lights or that sort of thing. If they had like a dedicated group to be out in, a quick time to check out these uh, reports, then that might uh, discourage people from actually having these house parties.
0: And Skye, outside of house parties, just generally young people, you know, are, are they adhering to social distancing? Are they washing their hands the way they should? The coughing and sneezing etiquette? The wearing of masks?
1: For the most part, the younger generation and and the young adult kind of like age group They tend to be a lot better at wearing masks and social distancing when in public. But as soon as that party idea hits them, it kind of goes out the window because fashion over function. Um, But like I myself, I've been quarantining solo for the entire quarantine so far. And the amount of people that you can see walking around that either in their own friend groups, they don't worry with their masks because they know that's a safe group or they'll go to their family house and they won't wear their masks because that's a safe group. But as soon as they go out into something like shops or pennies or in town, they'll start wearing their masks. And that's still kind of nice to see that they're at least thinking about it. Um, Hand washing, I'm not too sure about because I haven't really been around many people over the quarantine. But um, for the most part, I think they're doing okay.
0: Why have you decided to be so careful, Skye?
1: Um, mainly because my mom has a myriad of medical conditions. It's one of the reasons I didn't go home uh, to my home county during quarantine. Um, I was also working in teaching placement just beforehand. So I was in contact with kids, with parents, with people in school facilities. And I just didn't want to risk that. And I know that if I catch it, that my family could either be in danger or even worse myself, because I'm, I don't have the best lungs. Um, so I've just tried to be smart about it and it's easy enough because I am very much a homebody. so it hasn't much or it hasn't been much of a change for me.
0: Mm. And what about you Luke?
2: Um, yeah I'm similar to Sky. I stayed uh, in Limerick and didn't go home because I have family members who have medical conditions and up until the colleges closed down I was still going to college and interacting with probably hundreds of people a day so if I had picked up anything and could have brought it home to any one of my family members then i would have i would have i would have been like i just wouldn't have been able to handle that at all so i stayed up here and quarantined myself away so um i kind of kept to myself and one of my roommates stayed here as well so it was just the two of us in the apartment for quarantine pretty much
0: Right. Well, listen, thank you both very much for uh, those interesting insights into what you've experienced. Luke Hanley living in Parkview Student Accommodation uh, in Limerick, and Sky Murphy, who's living in College Court in Castle Troy. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.